If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. You are waiting for your garlic bread in the oven. While looking up at the stars through your kitchen window, you ask yourself, could you send garlic bread to space? And more importantly, could you still eat it if it came back? (laughs) Some mighty important questions. Usually, when it comes to garlic bread, there are only two things people care about. Do we want cheese on it? And, oh yeah, eating it. That mouth-watering, garlicky taste combined with the soft, warm bread. Okay, focus. How are we going to send the bread to space? Given that NASA's first space shuttle cost roughly $49 billion, I don't think they'll allow us to borrow a rocket ship for the day, since they may have, you know, more important things to do. I know, it's hard to believe that some people don't take garlic bread as seriously as the rest of us. Don't worry though, all we need is a balloon. Not the kind of balloon we're used to being around at things like parties, where you're surrounded by pizza, burgers and bread buns, hot dogs and bread buns, and cake. I think bread might have too strong of a hold on me. Anyway. The kind of balloon we need is a weather balloon. A weather balloon is explicitly designed to reach high altitudes of up to 24 miles. It carries instruments beyond our atmosphere to send information on temperature, humidity, wind speed, and atmospheric pressure back to us. A French meteorologist, this guy, first started experimenting with them in 1896, and his work led to the discovery of the stratosphere. Hmm, I wonder if he'd been proud of these balloons now operating as an extraterrestrial taxi service for our garlic bread. Maybe not, but I'm sure he'd be delighted knowing that hundreds of people worldwide today release these balloons for their own experiments every 12 hours. Most standard organizations believe that space officially starts at the completely arbitrated Kármán line, over 62 miles above us. Sending the bread into orbit would require a speed of tens of thousands of miles an hour. Without our rocket ship, which conventionally travels at a speed of 17,000 miles per hour, we won't be able to get the bread that high or to travel at that speed. Okay, no, you can still keep the rocket. I'm happy with my amazing weather balloon, which, by the way, will still get us a third of the way to space, bringing us to the area known as the edge of space. Mm. Given that the atmosphere up there is so thin, about 1% of the pressure at ground level, it's really not that bad of a substitute for actual space for this test. I was never comfortable with being over 62 miles away from my dinner anyway. So, this works much better for my food abandonment issues. Ow, my ears! I can already hear you at your computer screaming, What is this guy talking about? I've seen videos of things like pizza being sent to actual space before, using a similar method. Why should we settle for the edge of space? Well, many cameras operating in those videos to document the object's journey use a fisheye lens. This lens exaggerates the Earth's curve compared to what it looks like at those heights, giving off the illusion that the camera is closer to space than it is. <laughs> Glad we settled that. Unlike if I were to ask you which is better, pizza or garlic bread. Moving swiftly along, thank you. Now that we've got our weather balloon to which we've reluctantly attached our garlic bread, the moment for takeoff has arrived. We launch the garlic bread to the sky and wipe the tears from our cheeks as we watch it disappear beyond the clouds. 
In comparison to a rocket, the pace of our balloon may as well be that of a tortoise, and it will travel at a speed of over 1,000 feet per minute. So, a good way to distract ourselves from the sadness of our bread's departure is by asking ourselves what the garlic bread's in store for during its journey. Well, in two hours, our weather balloon can rise above the clouds higher than the paths of jet planes, passing through the ozone layer in the stratosphere and reaching altitudes of 22 miles or higher. The balloon will endure temperatures as cold as minus 90 degrees centigrade, meaning we'd better have a microwave on hand should it make its way back to us. The balloon will expand as it ascends, from 6.5 feet up to 26 feet, because air pressure decreases as the balloon climbs higher in the atmosphere. What happens next would be a truly satisfying experience were my food not being put at risk as a result. Our weather balloon pops. And just like that, our garlic bread will begin the descent from the skies. Wind conditions dictate how far from the launch site the bread will land, but we can expect it to turn up no more than 75 miles away. As is the case for experiments with weather balloons, a parachute is attached to the cargo, which will help ensure the bread's safe return and a reunion with its best friend, my stomach. Some say it's a one-sided friendship. Even though it's this stomach of mine that's currently making animal noises from starvation, it's actual animals who now pose a threat as potential predators of snatching our dinner. Engineers have designed packaging for exercises like this, equipped with GPS and a servo. This packaging will close shut approximately 3,280 feet above the ground. It will protect the garlic bread from unwanted landing spots and the various jaws of the animal kingdom, dramatically increasing the likelihood of being able to eat the garlic bread if we can relocate it. In all actuality, weather balloons used for experiments like this are doing more damage to wildlife and nature than vice versa. Marine animals like turtles often mistake the remains of weather balloons in the water for jellyfish and eat them, thinking that they've just got themselves an easy meal. This is damaging for these animals, given the components of these weather balloons contain rubber and battery acid. Arguments have been put forth that weather balloon testing is ultimately another form of littering. If this video inspires you to try and send some food to space using balloons, keep this in mind. So, the hunt is now on. Not for any wild animals, but ourselves. What's that saying, though? Fail to prepare. Prepare to go without that fantastic piece of garlic bread that you've just launched into the edge of space, which you're now on your way to reclaim? Or is it just preparing to fail? It doesn't matter, as suggested by the parachute and protective packaging. We're doing neither. To ensure we could find the bread once it landed, we attach radio trackers to the balloon before launching it. These send a signal with a GPS position to the ground, which is then put on a map for us to chase, giving us a good idea of where the garlic bread will be found. Man, I love technology! And just like that, the moment has arrived! we found our garlic bread intact! And after some moments of passionate hugging and loving strokes, I'm ready to take a bite! So, was the weight worth it? How's it taste? And can you eat it? Yes, you can! But the taste? Not that great, actually. And despite mentioning it earlier, I forgot to bring my microwave. The bread's been frozen from the frightening temperatures experienced on its journey. And I actually mean frozen. The bread itself has an icy middle. But before we can even discover this, we'll notice that when we go to rip a piece of the bread off, 
it doesn't tear as normal. Instead, it snaps off, as if we've just broken a piece off a twig. We can even hear the clicking noise. My warm, soft bread is no more. You'd be better off keeping this for dessert in the event you run out of frozen ice cream. On second thought, let's just throw it in the trash. Nonetheless, it's pretty cool that we were able to send this garlic bread to the edge of space and still end up eating it, right? Before I pass out from starvation, I'm going to the store to buy some more, which I definitely won't be sending to space.